Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the Umarpreneur podcast. I have with me a very special guest today that I'm excited to bring to you where we're going to have an amazing discussion about really all facets of entrepreneurship. And my guest today is Brother Yavuz Selim. I hope I pronounced that well. Inshallah. Perfect. Awesome. And he is the founder and chairman of the Global Management Consulting Group, or specifically the Istanbul Consulting Group, which is a global management consulting group. They really help entrepreneurs go from really almost an idea to a fully built business, whether you need help with the business idea specifically, with funding, with financing, with team building, they really support entrepreneurs in all stages, really build a successful business. And so today I'm going to talk with Yavuz to really learn more about how he built Istanbul Consulting Group and the work he does with the entrepreneurs that he supports. Yavuz, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited. Thank you. Abby. I'm so excited. I know I'm probably one of the first one from Turkey. So it's a special moment for me. I really <laughs> appreciate it. I'm one of your fans and, you know, and what you're doing is amazing over the last few years and I'm watching your amazing work closely. So I truly appreciate your leadership in this area and actually have the same vision of supporting entrepreneurs globally. And as you beautifully summarized, you know, my name is Yavuz Selim Sly. I'm a physician entrepreneur and venture architect. Uh, I am a global executive. Uh, I live seven years in Germany. Half of my life is back and forth between the United States and Turkey. Uh, and it's it's really amazing to see different people coming up with amazing ideas. And you just don't want those ideas to die. And that's how we started as Istanbul Consulting Group. I came from United States as an assignment as a World Bank consultant to support the Turkish healthcare reform because I have a pharmaceutical uh, management background, and I've done an executive MBA at Washington Business School. So as a physician, I've seen that many physicians are even business ignorant. And that's the idea that Istanbul Consulting Group came and said, look, there are amazing healthcare entrepreneurs. Uh, they are physicians or nurses, but they just don't know the business side. It's not even written ingrained within their you know, education until they come to a certain level. And I've seen many physicians fail miserably because they just don't have the capabilities. And that's where we started to build the blocks of, you know, how to actually become, uh, you know, and turn your ideas into global patented products. And with that, we built uh, and started working nationally, internationally with research and development centers, with technical parks, and we worked with thousands of different entrepreneurs and helped hundreds of them get funded through our uh, unique customized programs. Uh, it's really amazing to see, you know, when an entrepreneur starts with an idea and just don't know where to start. And we handhold many of them through our acceleration and incubation programs and take them to the next stage, but just giving them the courage and yes, you can do it. This is the business plan. This is the, you know, uh, you know, you know, the template you need to use. This is your marketing strategy. This is how you should build your team. But from that, how to scale your business. Many of the, you know, ideas that come may be lifestyle choices, but we are teaching and educating our colleagues that, look, you need to scale up your business because then you become a scale up, not just a startup. And scaling up is a new mindset of really taking your startup to the next stage. So at the core of all our operation, dear Abby, is we have Islamic finance, which is riba. We are totally against riba 
And that's really at the core because, uh, you know, clearly that is the biggest issue of the injustice around the world. Uh, then look at 7,000 people making money from 8 million people. So we need to find ways to change that by, uh, you can call democratization of entrepreneurship and democratization of bringing also the opportunities to the masses. That's where, that's our, you know, uh, uh, focus. But at the core, we have this, you know, Islamic finance, but around it, we educate our startups and entrepreneurs with different sets of values. Many of them, they come uh, and say, hey, you know, I have a great team, but I have a horrible idea. Or I have, I don't know what to do. So what we do is actually matchmaking, Abby. We take the best ideas with the best things. And this is a new format that we have developed and nurtured over the years. And sometimes we give the right ideas to take it to the next stage because that person may need, they may be one of the best entrepreneurs, have the best set of skills, best personality to take the uh, idea to a great product, but they just don't have the right idea. And there are other uh, opportunities and programs we see really, uh, you know, amazing ideas, but unfortunately this a person or the team is not fit to take it to the next stage. Maybe because of how they set up their startup, they say, hey, Abby and Yabuz, you're great, but let's just make 50-50. Well, that's not how it works. Many of the startups, if you have 50-50, one of them has to have a say to build a financial horizon. So we help them, uh, look, if you want to take it to the next level, whether it's crowdfunding, angel investment, venture capital, you know, are you in the right sector? Do you have the right intellectual property? Do you have the right legal framework? Are you a scalable startup or not? Do you have the right technology or the right manufacturing uh, setup? And is your valuation really proper or not? And at the end, what is your business model? What's your revenue model? And most important thing is your team. Investors look at the teams and look at their eyes and say, yes. Abby can do this. And then they invest in Abby, especially, you know, angel investors that we work with and also many of the crowdfunding investors. So I don't want to tell too much, but I think this is initially why, why Istanbul Consulting Group has started and dealing with the entrepreneurs because of the lack of many things that you need to really build together to make it a really successful journey over the years. I have a question for you, and thank you so much for sharing a lot of information because it really gives a nice, clear picture of what you're doing. With Istanbul Consulting Group, do you focus mainly on entrepreneurs within Turkey, or do you also help entrepreneurs around the world? We work around the world. We have programs. For example, uh, I'm a mentor at Nipchip in Austin, Texas, so we provide entrepreneurs around the globe, from United States to Europe to, you know, Gulf, uh, different uh, uh, entrepreneurs. We also work with African entrepreneurs closely because we are also uh, the managing partner of the only TV channel, Turkish TV channel, broadcasting to 900 million viewers in 42 countries across Africa with TRT World. TRT World is like Al Jazeera, you know, but mm -hmm. it's the Turkish radio television with 15,000 employees. So we have the finance site with Fonkolai. Fonkolai is a radio term holding crowdfunding platform, Fonkola means easy fund. So mm -hmm. we made much, much easier for uh, startups and really take 
uh, finance out of the picture for them. With the new regulations in Turkey, uh, the biggest issue in crowdfunding Abby, is trust. And Turkey has done an amazing work at the governmental level. You know, even though it started later compared to the United States and Europe in the, you know, uh, setting up venture capital funds, it has boomed over the few years. In 2015, the regulations for venture capital and private equity has passed in Turkey. Now we have hundreds of different, uh, you know, VC funds working actively. And also in 2019, just four years ago, uh, a new, uh, you know, legal uh, regulation has came in. And now with the Turkish Capital Market Board approval, we are able to set up, we have very rigorous criteria to set up a crowdfunding platform. We are in the process of finalizing, uh, and you will see that just with initially last year, we had one crowdfunding platform performed with, uh, you know, uh, g given about 40 companies in Turkey, uh, around, uh, you know, I would say 50, uh, $50 million. Mm -hmm. So you're able to see a booming uh, growth and these are small amounts, but they all come with the power of the crowd, which is the core of Islamic finance. We believe in really finding our own solutions for our own problems. Uh, you know, the difference between dying and living is if your solution comes within your Muslim community, it's a birth. If they put it on you, actually you're dying, you're breaking. So we need to go back to our values in Quran and Sunnah and really understand it and then find the solutions. You know, many banks, they take so much leverage and by using interest, they're actually crippling and hurting the entrepreneurs. But in crowdfunding platforms, Abby, we provide so much opportunity. It's very easy to get crowdfunding it's, you know, yes, it's not something new, you know, since 2000, uh, uh, we have crowdfunding platforms around the globe, but what is happening in Turkey is something brand new in terms of getting full government uh, oversight and approval. And we match it with our VCs, our Agile Investor Network, uh, and this creates a sudden opportunity of a path. So someone comes with an idea, with an MVP, started to sell, we give an amazing funding so they're able to take it and become a scale-up and then take it to even the stock exchange, whether it's Borsa Istanbul, London Stock Exchange, or NASDAQ. So, you know, I'm really excited, as you can see, because we're giving accessible opportunities, great alternative to the traditional banking. It's less risky, and it's B2C. You know, when you look at crowdfunding, you are creating your own marketers you're creating your own brand ambassadors so if abby invests in phone call is one of the projects actually he is also choosing that he says i'm partner of uh, this project so right and especially if you are an early adopter crowdfunding is the best way and it gives really a great opportunity for marketability and you know consultation you get feedback from your customer and a huge uh, momentum for future partnerships and people hear about you. So I just want to give you, there is a tide and huge, I would say, tide of uh, excitement and success coming to build the story around crowdfunding platforms uh, globally. Uh, also in the Gulf region, also in Asia, 
but specifically in Turkey, because trust is the biggest reason of why many crowdfunding platforms are not successful. With the government's total, uh, you know, approval and oversight, these start immediately with full trust. That's that's a huge, uh, uh, you know, uh, opportunity that came in Turkey. Can can you actually share with me? I'm going to have to ask you uh, to send me the link so I can share it in the episode notes because uh, I think that'd be really interesting. So let's say someone listening to this who's an entrepreneur. Uh, um, now, is the crowdfunding limited to businesses that are specifically in Turkey or or is it also, as I mentioned, available to other people outside of the country at the moment? It's actually, uh, if you establish, let's say you are a pruner uh, and you, as an pruner, you are, you need to be either a manufacturing company Mm-hmm. or a technology company. The current regulation uh, uh, is only limited to manufacturing and technology. But okay. if, say, Immopreneur comes up with a special technology, as financial technology, whether it's an agitech, tech, you know, blockchain technology, so any technology, and whether, regardless you're a US or UK company, if you establish a Turkish company, we can start fundraising immediately. Uh, it's a two-month campaign, we can currently fundraise uh, up to 45 million Turkish lira, which means more than $2 million. And sure. you're opening to not 85 million Turkish population, but globally. And then we have also, you know, halal options in terms of venture capital and, uh, you know, private equity and taking it to the stock exchange utilizing. And we definitely make sure, you know, our cutting funding platform does not support alcohol gambling any illegal activity so and at the vc level also we have sharia board making sure all our investments are actually overseen by the sharia board and making sure that we uh, function properly and we call it participation banking in turkey and uh, you know in many circles around the world we may call it alternative or islamic but the Turkish population chose the word participation because we believe Islamic finance, as they say, is not an alternative. That's the mainstream. So if we, we need to look into our paradigms, if we say Islamic finance is an alternative, then it means you are not the mainstream. We believe Islam is nature. Uh, it's your futra. That's why we call participation finance or halal finance because Anything halal is within your futra, and whether you're a Christian, Muslim, Jew, if you want to focus on ethical investments, then actually uh, we're providing that option. And I know many uh, Christian friends, Jewish friends, they choose, uh, you know, participation options because of the reason you just don't want to make money out of someone else's misery. Uh, you really want to make sure what you're putting into uh, investment and make money from is ethical. So in that yeah. sense, I don't want to limit what we're doing just for Muslims. It's for any ethical person who has a sense of uh, justice. And that's why we shy from using the word Islamic finance in Turkey. We focus on participation solutions, participation banking, because that is becoming the mainstream now, including uh, the you know uh, different uh, options that we are building. Uh, and. Maybe in another podcast, I can tell more. Inshallah, definitely. Well, look, I'm curious actually for you, it was because you're the founder of uh, Istanbul Consulting Group. So you clearly saw potential in Turkey and felt like, you know, there needed to be some type of support system. Tell me what inspired you to build this business and this initiative in the first place? 
you know, I, I saw a huge need, mm. starting with myself. As I said, I'm a medical doctor. I had no business uh, awareness until I had done an executive MBA at a top 10 executive MBA program in the United States, Washington University Business School. So that gave me an aha moment of, okay, you have a certain set of skills. You may be the top doctor in the world, but if you being a businessman is something different. But what if you combine and create a new trend? Uh, and that's why in the United States, we have Society of Physician Entrepreneur that I'm proud to be affiliated with. Uh, and I worked in the United States and established uh, also with them the New Jersey chapter. And now I'm the president of the Turkey chapter of Society of Physician Entrepreneur. We have more than 50,000 uh, physician entrepreneurs globally. Inshallah. So in Istanbul Consulting Group, what we have seen, regardless of the industry, I'm giving physician as an example, but regardless of you are a lawyer, you are a finance person, you're a technical guy, you know, it's all about bringing the right solution, the legal, the financial solutions, and uh, the entrepreneurial spirit, the passion. It's like a beautiful food that you're making. If you don't put the right ingredients together, regardless you put it together, if you don't put your heart and your passion, uh, it ends up uh, something tasteless. So, you know, many people, maybe even your mother, maybe if uh, she cooks, you prefer that food because she puts Correct. her love into that food as well. Correct. So that's what we, uh, you know, strive for in Istanbul Consulting Group uh, and really understand the psychology of the entrepreneur. Understand uh, if that person uh, can work with another person over the next five years. We do also psychological review and say, okay, this team needs this type of personality. This team needs an IP professional. This team needs a financial professional. This team needs an A-type personality to do the best marketing globally. Mm -hmm. Or this team is too much centric to one nation. They are all American, but if they want to be global, they need to have an Indian, a Chinese, and you know, African, a, a European to really make that company global. So mm -hmm. we start with cultural diversity. Uh, and see uh, and see how we can actually uh, help that business think globally and act locally. And we have customized programs for enhancing uh, actually uh, uh, exports to different countries. So we also work with small and medium enterprises. In Turkey, one of the interesting things what we have seen is as Istanbul Consulting Group, there are many broken nations because of war, because of calamities, or because of different issues, uh, instabilities. Uh, so Yildiz Techno Park is number one technology park in Istanbul. And we work closely with Bina Incubator. Bina is also one of the important centers. And Bina has trained more than 500 Somalian startups. Bina has trained hundreds of Syrian startups. We have 5 million Syrian brothers and sisters in Turkey. And they went through calamities and as Turkish nation, we welcome them with open arms. That's the reason Turkey has risen, because like Ansar and Muhajir, we welcome them and try our best to help them build themselves. And many of the, out of one or two of 40 startup companies in Turkey are Syrian entrepreneurs. We help them also, Syrian entrepreneurs, in their challenging life. Uh, you know, it's not just about giving them a fish, but helping them to build the pond and how to fish in the pond not just also teaching the fish, 
We're working on how to build the pond and create the ecosystem for them. And we're using multicultural programs. We work with Pakistan, with Libya. Uh, Dina Incubator also has changed and impacted on Libya, Somalia, and, and now uh, working with many, you know, uh, amazing brains, amazing, uh, you know, entrepreneurs. For example, in Philistine, in Palestine. Do you know many of our Palestinian brothers, even though they're in under 1 million people, under uh, constant, uh, you know, uh, occupation, they become the best, uh, you know, uh, people in information technology, in creating solutions and making money. When As soon as the internet comes, they do their best to create solutions for their customers in Europe or in Turkey or in other areas. We also work with Palestinian entrepreneurs to build them up. And, uh, you know, it's all about helping. We also help Ukrainian, whoever is oppressed. Regardless of their religion or faith, we help them out. Uh, I call them broken nations, nations under the war. Uh, because when war touches a child and kills a child, it doesn't choose its religion or faith or color. Uh, so in that sense, Turkey has uniquely positioned because of becoming almost an end of uh, refugees and immigrants. But with a huge vision of uh, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, we are able to actually support the, them despite all these limited uh, you know, uh, things that we have in our hands. Despite the European Union promises to give X amount of euros that they don't give, we don't care. You know, Allah will give barakah to this country if you yeah. feel that you're helping the less fortunate. 100%. And in that sense, we have also a responsibility of you know, uh, supporting the less uh, fortunate uh, and that's why, uh, again, uh, we just need to tap into the potential of every single person. Uh, time is very limited. So it's so important to do bigger programs. I wish we can do a mass, uh, you know, program of uh, reaching out to different entrepreneurs through Ummah together, inshallah. In of course. The uh, of we course. have done, every year, I have done the seventh by hackathon Ankara. And we had attendees from 28 countries around the globe just in December in Hilton Hotel. Uh, and it's a three-hour program. It's open. You can check to YouTube. You can check the link here. So uh, we are doing our best to generate solutions. And not just by word, but by, you know, we're not just talking the talk, but trying to walk the walk with our mm -hmm. uh, uh, opportunity that we have. Yeah. Uh, and that we are putting our invested hat. So I'm not asking anyone to just throw their money. I have a responsibility to my investors and responsibility to my startup companies or entrepreneurs. It's all about balancing that and creating a win-win solution. That's what mm -hmm. Islamic Consulting Group, Foncoli, is all about. Amazing, mashallah. So tell me this. Right now, you are very much involved in the entrepreneurial landscape within Turkey and also around the world. What are you seeing right now in terms of kind of the changes in the entrepreneurial ecosystem within Turkey itself, right? How is entrepreneurship affecting Turkey? Are 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 um are Turkish people in general, you know, entrepreneurial in nature? Are they are they inclined towards building businesses? And what are the types of businesses that they're building? Are you seeing interesting innovations in different sectors? Are there specific sectors that that are booming compared to others? Uh, if you can share that with me, I'm very curious. Absolutely. You know, uh, at the governmental level, because Turkish presidential system has moved into an investment mind, 
There is Turkish Business Investment Office. They've set up an amazing vision for international investors as well as local investors. And investment has become very easy in Turkey. And, uh, you know, uh, and now uh, people are investing from gold to, you know, different types of uh, funds. But the biggest area they focus in Turkey is, uh, you know, gold, uh, also housing, as well as uh, stock exchange. There is about 2 million people, individual people, during the pandemic became part of Istanbul Stock Exchange. Uh, so uh, Turkish people are still a traditional investment type of people. The biggest investment they feel in the long term is gold. That's why the majority invest in gold and the physical gold they put in. So Turkish government worked on changing that mindset by digitalizing gold uh, and uh, while giving the government trust, uh, you know, uh, uh, the people started to actually look into different technologies. And now through crowdfunding platform, we're receiving amazing different areas of investment from fintech to agritech to blockchain technologies, especially healthcare technologies is booming in terms of investments in Turkey. And when you look at it, you can see many companies that became unicorn. So Turkey has this vision of 10 Turkorn or 10 unicorn by 2023, which is this year. And when you look at it, uh, Turkey has already achieved, uh, you know, several Turkorns. Uh, but Turkey set this up by saying, okay, we have a vision of 2023 and uh, in uh, they started by just few startups and then every day uh, with that vision now we have uh, eight one billion dollar valuated startups in Turkey and they become global in different areas so uh, and the reason it became so successful is really the wide network of incubator and accelerator centers in Turkey Turkey has, you know, uh, one of the top incubator centers. For example, uh, how to turn your information into a trade opportunity. There are centers like BTM, Bilgi Ticaretleşme Merkezi, which actually became by UBI Global one of the top uh, incubator centers out of 700 incubator centers around the globe. So there are very different areas from uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, and I, I see that uh, the Turkorns are becoming so successful by exchanging, uh, you know, programs in Silicon Valley, in United Kingdom, in Europe, in Asia. So, you know, Turkish people are maybe a little bit more uh, focused in Turkey, but now the new youth has an open vision and they think themselves also more globally. And I think that helped uh, Turkey to break uh, the mindset and also, frankly speaking, in the defense area with the Turkish drone technology, we see the new war concepts have changed. Now, why Azerbaijan won the war against Armenia was because of the drones and the Russian tanks just didn't have any function during the war. So if you have the right drone technology uh, and Turkey is one of the top three drone technology uh, driven companies globally and Turkey is exporting these drones uh, globally to uh, several hundred uh, countries, several, uh, not hundred, but maybe in the future hundred. But now, uh, you know, uh, I would say Bayraktar has become a flagship 
during the even Ukraine-Russia war. Uh, so uh, we understand that, uh, you know, food security has become a huge issue, making sure, uh, you know, providing the right investment opportunities by building the infrastructure and giving the people not just hope, more than hope, giving them opportunity of self-fulfillment. If you look at Maslow's, you know, uh, yeah, you know, fulfillment, at the end, you want to actually really make sure you are fulfilling and bringing what you want to bring to this world mm -hmm. through your passion. And Correct. I see, I work with many people in phone call, I crowdfunding platform, this Tom consulting group with NTR TV uh, that have that passion. I think you may, we may have small things, but we have big dreams, brother. So mm -hmm. that helps us a lot. In, and every person we can touch, every technology part, every program we can touch is not just about the money we make, but it's really the impact we make on people. We also are pushing on social entrepreneurship because every startup should have also a social entrepreneurship strategy. I don't care what type of startup you are. If you are not building your own social entrepreneurship agenda, you're lacking. Uh, so you have to have a philosophy of why you are functioning. Yes, you may be finding the best solution for the biggest problem in the world, but what are you doing after that? That's why we work on our startups and making sure every startup is also supporting their communities, helping uh, them, uh, you know, the people around themselves through different ways. Amazing, Mashallah. That's beautiful. And that's why I love entrepreneurship as a whole, because I feel like it really is the solution to so many of, of the world's problems, so many of, of, the, uh, of the problems that we face in developing countries and, and, and really so many of the problems that we face in our communities as well. Uh, one question that I'd love to ask you, inshallah, to wrap up, because I, there's so much beautiful information that you've shared already is, you know, for you personally, what are you excited about, you know, uh, moving forward with for the next five years within the entrepreneurial ecosystem, right? Whether it's in Turkey or elsewhere, is there a specific area that you're excited about that you're focused on? Is there something specific that you are keeping your eye on or maybe even a specific type of business that you're putting more attention on recently that you feel like this type of business right now is booming, you know, within these next five years, this is where the opportunity is. Can you share that? We want to become the global number one healthcare technology crowdfunding platform in the world. That's our Healthcare vision. technology. Interesting. And yeah. why health technology specifically? Because, you know, I want to use my technologies for people to live, practically speaking, not to kill them. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a philosophical choice. You know, the, I see many technologies that people are worried about. And I make a conscious choice, maybe because of uh, being a physician by heart. Yeah, I may be biased, but at the end, I want to be on the side of helping people live. And... And, you know, there are amazing technologies. You can use the same technology for killing people or making them live. So I made the choice to help people live. It's just uh, for my Akhira, for my hero. Of course. Else. Uh, so, but I want to really using, I want to use, you know, we have seen in COVID-19 how people have been affected. Uh, even, uh, you know, uh, many people just with one gram of COVID-19, people are locked down. Millions of people died. So, uh, you know, I believe there is so much to do in healthcare technologies globally, and I will, inshallah, build one of the top healthcare technology crowdfunding platforms, but it's an ecosystem with the VC fund, with engine investors network globally.
not just in Turkey. We have finished our experimenting in Turkey. I want to take that know-how with the know-how I have already in the United States, globally to the emerging markets in Africa, in Asia, in Europe, in China. Uh, so the world is a global village now. And yeah. uh, we just need to make sure we focus on our values, uh, do what we say and say what we do. And at the end, people appreciate that you that to support and build them. And, uh, and uh, you know, at the end, we have an opportunity to raise funds for entrepreneurs and using the masses, utilizing the masses and make them also part of, uh, through equity, crowdfunding platforms, a partner of that successful vision. And, the, you know, I'm not talking about the donation base. I'm not talking about the debt base. I'm not talking about reward-based crowdfunding. I'm talking about the share-based crowdfunding platform specifically. So, uh, and it, in the long term, it's like uh, retirement uh, account. In the long term, you are part of a startup. You're partner of a Microsoft or, uh, you know, Google or Apple or Facebook. And even if you have been invested in Apple 20 years ago or Microsoft, it will be a different world for you and your family, Abby. So I'm working with the, today's uh, Microsoft and Google's in our network uh, and visionary investors and uh, in healthcare technologies. That's what I'm passionate about to help people live, you know. And shell out definitely. Okay. Well, is there is there um, one question that I didn't ask you that you would like to share or talk about? Is there something? Is there a specific topic or something that you wanted to share for with our listeners that I didn't ask you today on the episode that you'd like to share with us? Well, uh, all I would say is if you are a startup, have build your own team. I think you have asked all the questions. Make sure you focus on the right industry, the right intellectual property and patent strategy. Build your legal framework properly. Make sure you have a scalable business. Don't waste time on not scalable businesses. Make sure you are focusing on a technology or a manufacturing solution, if possible, with a good brand brand strategy, make sure you're building your valuation by applying to different types of patents and really have a solid business model. It takes so much time to write a business uh, plan. Don't start with a business plan. Start with a business model and then reiterate and then come to a business plan because with uh, a business model, it's very easy to patch things up and then have seek people, uh, find people that are part of your value in your team, but in a diverse mindset, and you will become one of the top gazelles or unicorn or one of the top, uh, you know, growing uh, scale-up companies. And we are here ready uh, from United States, from Washington, D.C., DC, from Brussels and from Ankara, Turkey, to support you as the Istanbul Consulting Group. Inshallah. Thank you so much, Ebus, for such a beautiful episode and for, you know, all the information that you shared. And I'm really excited to see what you're going to do with your crowdfunding platform or with the Istanbul Consulting Group, where can people go if they want to connect with you, if they want to sign up to be part of the incubator, if they want to learn more? Where should we tell them to go? Well, they should go to istanbulconsultinggroup.com, phonecolai.com. These are the two websites, and they will be able to go and pick it up easily. And then also they can reach me directly through LinkedIn. We have a group of people managing my accounts. So if they Google just Yavuz Solai or Yavuz Sin Solai and that, connect me through LinkedIn, 
I have more than 30,000 followers. LinkedIn is the best way because I really focus on working with professionals. We just don't have enough time to waste. So we hand pick the right people uh, that we work with. So connect me through LinkedIn and just say, hey, Yavuz, this is my idea. This is my startup. Where do I start? And our team will be ready to support you. Inshallah. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed the episode and I look forward to hopefully having you again on the podcast as well. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Abby. And I would Thank love you. to host you, whether in New Jersey or in, you know, in Europe or at Istanbul or Ankara, wherever you are, brother. I might take you up on the Istanbul offer because I've been to Turkey before, actually. Uh, two on. years ago, we did a whole tour of Turkey and it's such a beautiful country, <laughs> mashallah. Like, absolutely breathtaking. Like, seriously. Okay. Breathtaking, and we'll get in the program from Istanbul soon, inshallah. Yes. Your next Istanbul trip. That's the goal. Go. That's the goal. That was that's the goal, inshallah. Thank you so much, Jebuz. Thank it was you, truly man. a pleasure to connect, brother. Thank Baby you. brother. Keep up Take the care. great work. You're proud of my program. Thank you so much. And we are proud of you. Thank you so much, brother. Take Thank care. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.